following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. We're all watered up and ready for hour two of Radio Law Talk. Todd and I are hydrated. Cal is hydrated. This is uh, the uh, power hour number two. We're going to talk about Jesse Smollett. That is one of the most interesting controversies going on. They're appointing a special prosecutor uh, to look into this case now. And Todd and I are going to opine on who that special prosecutor may be. I think we, Todd and I, have some good ideas. We're also going to talk about in Utah that whether or not your cat is roaming around uh, and is sitting on your front porch or on your front uh, lawn, you may get a ticket and or be uh, prosecuted uh, as a criminal because that may be a Class B misdemeanor in Utah, and we're going to discuss that. It'll be the latest case on claw and order. Todd has kitty. <laughs> Todd has kitty. <laughs> so. Todd's cat C. Yeah, it, does Todd's cat what? Todd has a kitty. Yeah. What does Todd's cat say? Oh, what does it say? Yeah. It says, your... meow. Oh. <laughs> One of them is getting a lot more vocal recently. I think he thinks he's a human. And mm. then we're going to talk about the Sacramento Kings executive that's getting seven-year prison sentence because uh, we do have affiliates in the Sacramento region uh, that might be interested in this. And then we're going to do a case or no case. But I first want to, normally we do a case or no case at the very beginning, but I first want to talk about this seven-year prison sentence of this executive in Sacramento before we go on to the the case or no case, then the Jesse Smollett. This is very interesting because, like I said, I I don't know this guy personally. I've met him before um, on a, you know, kind of a just a casual in a large setting uh, basis. And he actually comes across as a very nice uh, gentleman and he... uh, a very clean cut, but he came up with this interesting little scheme. So this is the scheme, those of you who are not from California, and it's just fascinating. I wonder one day, by the way, if this is going to be on 2020. So he says, okay, there's all this money coming in from these sponsors, and there was two major sponsors, Kaiser Permanente, which is a hospital uh, in the West Coast here, and um, Golden One, which is a you know a bank slash you know credit union. And they're big sponsors of the Sacramento Kings uh, NBA team. In fact, the center where they play is called the Golden One Center. Ching Ching, by the way, a little bit of trivia is Todd Kunin is an actor and had been on the commercials for Golden One. Isn't that, that true? That's right. I appeared in the Golden One campaign that started with the Super Bowl of 2018. Right. And the first commercial I was in appeared actually. I appeared in the commercial that happened right after the end of the Super Bowl, but before the uh, presentation of the trophy. And then it was played through the uh, years, Oscars, years. through the uh, Olympics. You know. And the interesting thing is, Todd, I understand this, but I'm not part of the that bank or that credit union. But you go to their teller or, or their ATM, and for a while there was your picture up on the ATM. I had several text messages from friends where they'd take screenshots of the ATM saying, why is it that you are looking at my money? <laughs> and I'd text back and say, because I get a, it was untrue, I get a cut of every deposit. Every deposit. Every withdrawal. Yeah. I get a, what else is interesting? I is did not. It, but. it wasn't really Todd Kunin. Oh, oh. That, that's true. It was not. It because was, that's not his name. It was my it was my stage name for acting. Some episode we'll have to tell why, not this time. But my <laughs> stage name is Mark Ashbourne. Ashbourne. That that's exactly is, right. That is that yeah. is the name Ashbourne. that I use. I always say it's Mark Ashbourne. My, my middle name is Kisma. <laughs> All so, right. Um, Let's go back to the second game. So what happens is these are the two sponsors that he says, okay, write a check a little bit early. And, you know, I know it's due, you know, uh, three months, four months. Write it early and I'll make sure it gets in. And and he sets up and he somehow signs the back of it and puts it in a special account that he's made with what he says and he's claiming is a special way to invest, to make money, not to lose money. And all he was going to do was help his family and his children out with the proceeds from the investment over and above what he took from the Sacramento Kings. And then he was going to put that money back in and then just keep the proceeds. 
Well, guess what happens? His 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 uh, position's eliminated. He goes to the actually to the uh, Miami Heat. He's hired the same position, which is not its chief revenue officer. It's weird. It's yes. not CFO. It's CRO, chief revenue officer. He made thirty thousand a month in that job. That guy plus bonus. Plus bonus. That's what he got paid thirty thousand a month plus bonus. And that just wasn't enough. You wow. Know, if yeah. I could just find a way. Wow. Yeah. I, I can't feed my kids on well, thirty thousand a month. Cal barely makes it on twenty eight thousand a month. A year, yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) And so, anyway, so what happens is uh, they start investigating after he he leaves, and a computer, I guarantee there's some computer nerd with 42 pencils in his pocket that's cruising through his computer and looking and finds this weird little uh, thing, uh, side, you know, I don't know, what is it called? called, What do you call it? It's a... A side entry, an accounting entry. Yeah, accounting entry. The owner owner of the Kings is Vivek Ranadive, can't you? Mr. Ranadive, Mr. Ranadive, um, I I noticed an anomaly as I was going through the books for the Kings. Yeah, (laughs) and it says, and I can't remember the name, it was weird, I'm trying to find the name of what it was called, but it was called some weird, oh, it's called like QuickBooks or Quicken something, or, and, and he says, wait a minute, so... They catch him. It's all he gets caught. He actually steps up and says, "Yeah, I, and he, you know, invest, he does cooperate, etc., etc., etc." But what's interesting is invested in Southern California beach properties. Great investment. Uh, I, this guy needs to go when he goes to jail. He needs to be in there. All right, guys. All right, for all you guys that are you know stealing money and stuff, give it to me. Let me invest it. You'll get your money back. You can return it to those people who you stole it from and keep the proceeds, and you'll be all good. But that's what's going to happen. But so anyway, so he goes in there, and they and his attorney asks him for a light sentence. You know, uh, he he. What's sad about this is, my understanding, he has a wonderful wife and, yeah. and a child, and 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 it's just been very harmful for him. And not again, not. The person who's committed a crime, I'm feeling bad for. But but think about the think about his poor family and his wife. This guy is going to be very difficult to be employed now, at thirty thousand a year plus bonuses, which he was making hundreds of thousands a year, and they live fairly uh, normal. Look, lives. When, when the nature of your employment requires. At, at a minimum, that there be no marks on your moral character, that you can be somebody trusted to engage and uphold the fiduciary responsibility, and this happens. You know, they wanted two years. The defense was right. looking for two years. The prosecution wanted eight and a half, and the court came down and gave him seven. And so that's a long time. You know, he, he's going to have a long time. I, I, I thought it interesting, you know, both sides file a memorandum with the court. Prosecutors, you know, we want everything. The defense tries to mitigate everything. And something that the prosecutors or that the defense put in their memorandum, they said, quote, Mr. David never intended for anyone to find out that he took this money. And I read that. I was thinking, how is that mitigating? Everybody who commits a crime never intends for people to figure it out. That's why they did it. It's the lawyer's way of saying he figured he'd get the whole scam worked out, put the money back in before anybody knew it was missing. Yes. And if they never knew it was missing, are you sure it would go back in? Here's also what he mentions, which I've seen this happen uh, many people. He says the stress of his job, he had over 100 employees. Uh, His all-time alcohol use and his wife's health problems helped... You know this him make these bad decisions. Uh, you know, he, I'm telling you, just in general, he you would never know. He's a normal guy, nice, very. I mean, he helped the community out. Believe it or not. Um, really quickly, he took 13.4 million dollars. As a prosecutor, we very rarely ever got back all the restitution, but in this case, they have, and then some. The kings are being paid back as the government is liquidating the assets. So paid back, and maybe they'll make the end. I don't know. Maybe the kings gets the uh, extra two million he made over and above. Uh, what, what what it was invested in. But anyway, that was interesting. I thought you guys would like to know, those of you outside of the state of California. We're going to be back, and we've got to talk about Jesse Smollett, and we're going to do a case or no case. We'll see you in a bit. You have turned on Radio Law Talk, and you can hear the show on your favorite radio station. You can also hear it live, 9 to noon Pacific, on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash. A hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. Don't spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Poor Cal. He's got like seven things going on. He doesn't have his call screener today. He's on the phone trying to get us going. He's got to do case or no case. So uh, anyway, Cal, um, I think people kind of want to do case or no case unless you got something else for us. Uh, well, I don't. We had a person who called and had a question, but it really was rather specific. Somebody hit their car and they got the cash value of their car as it currently sat. And she said, can I go after the other guy for the difference between my car's value and a brand new car. And you're not a lawyer, so you didn't give <laughs> and, her an And opinion. I said, I don't know if you can or not, but I would imagine if they made you whole, <laughs> what else are you going to go well, after? Well, and not only that, on yeah. uh, Radio Law Talk, you can there are lists of, on our website. Of yeah, that's, which is, you yeah so see. you just check it out. All right, Cal, uh, let's do case or no case. All right, here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! 
Now, case or no case, and we all know that scooters can be dangerous. Add bad weather and, well, a man from Austin, Texas, a certain J.J. Castillo, was driving along in his Volvo when the vehicle in front of him had a scooter malfunction. He was behind what's called a juicer. A juicer is an independent contractor who picks up scooters and redistributes them wherever they're needed. That's called a juicer? A juicer, yes. I didn't know that, but I do now. And one of the scooters fell off the juicer's truck right in front of his Volvo. And before he could do anything about it, Castillo had run over the scooter and bent his car rims, damaged its front end, who knows what else. So he calls counsel because he was damaged, or at least his car was, by the falling scooter. I thought to myself, this is simple sounding, but maybe it's not. Uh-oh. So, Fred Penny, case wow. or no case? That is tricky, Cal, because it's so straightforward, <laughs> simple, and easy yes. that I, it's just no way that, that this is a case. There's no way that he, the guy driving the vehicle prevails because it's just too simple and straightforward. Yes. So, I've got to figure out why the guy driving the Volvo loses. Because my answer is. It's a case, and the guy driving the Volvo loses. Not because he shouldn't have lost, but because that's too straightforward and simple. I sit there, and I'm trying to figure out the psyche of Cal <laughs> rather than trying to figure out the logic of the case. And well, that's sometimes you do. As lawyers, you got to look at that jury. you know? you got to figure out, you know, it's the jury that's going to make the decision. So Cal is our jury and our judge, and I think the Volvo loses. Uh, why? I'm going to tell you why, okay? And this is just a quick off the cuff. He was following too close for one thing. The second thing is he saw that those things were about ready to fall. Or I'm saying they all kept falling and he went around and kept avoiding them and kept you know chasing them. And the last one fell and he hit and he should and he knew it. He was put on notice. There's a problem and he didn't didn't take evasive action or slow down to stay far enough behind the truck. Something to that effect. Volvo loses. Now, remember, it was in Texas. All right, Mr. Kunin, uh, what know. say you, case or no case? Well, you know, Fred kind of stole my thunder because that's exactly where I was going um, with it. This does It's too straightforward to be a uh, guy driving the Volvo wins. And, you know, there is the law that regardless of what the speed limit is, you don't drive too close. You have to drive at a speed that allows you to take into consideration things that happen. I mean, what if it was a ball that popped out in the last minute and a kid chases it and he hits the kid? You know, you're not going to side for the Volvo, right? So, um, so I, I am going to agree with Fred that uh, this is a case. And I think that the Volvo winner or that the Volvo driver loses. I keep waiting for Cal to say, oh, by the way, did I mention that the scooter fell off the bus, a kid picked it up, and then he hit the kid on, you know, something no, like but, that. But, but did I mention that the uh, no. that the guy driving the vehicle was an independent contractor? I did. I did. The juicer is an independent contractor. So I just I just went. So oh, who did he sue? Wait. He sued the... I, I didn't say so. Oh, okay. I said well, he sought counsel. Is what yeah. I said. So, so he sought he sought counsel. I, so, I, I still think he loses. Um, he he okay. loses. Oh, brother! I love it. Can I can I weigh yeah. in on this? Please, please do. I, I, I he he threw a hint. <laughs> so the issue is who is the liable party here? Mm. Because we've got the actual independent contractor trucking company. That's definitely going to be held liable in a normal case. And then you've got the scooter company in which they picked up these scooters. If they had knowledge that these scooters were being placed on there and not being tightened down tight enough, they're going to be held liable. But usually there's a lot of times the scooter company would have had an indemnity clause that said the independent driver is liable and they're not liable for anything and they have to... Uh, cover any of their damages. Am I going on too much? No, this I is, think you're is, being very perceptive and, about and, this. And so actually. I think that would be the the only issue here as to, since you didn't tell us, who he's suing. So uh, I still think that the uh, Volvo guy uh, loses just because it just has to be. Oh, can, can, I, can I throw this out to the listeners here? If you want to chime in, uh, there's a couple ways you can do it. You don't have to be on the air, but you can call 
855-LAW-RADIO. By the way, that's 855-529-7236 if I'm looking at my phone correctly. You can call. Cal will answer the phone. You can tell Cal what it is, and, and he can relay it to us if you don't want to be on. Or go ahead and hop on Twitter. Get on Twitter and type your answer in. At the end of your answer, use the hashtag case or no case. All one word. We'll check it. See if uh, see if you do that. We're probably not going to get to the answer before the break, so that'll give you you know two or three uh, minutes to text in to do an answer, so we can answer it. And I think those people, those many people out there, say, "What's Twitter? It's not a little bird that's flying around." By the way, uh, no, it's and, not. And if you don't, know, if you have to ask what's Twitter, then call in or email us at info at Radio Law Talk. But uh, we will not take carrier pigeon. Don't take them that way. No, no. no. Which but, arguably was the concept that Twitter was based off of. It's an electronic. Well, I think that we've so. we've 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 beat this horse well enough, and Cal is going to come back and he's going to talk to us about this. And I know he's got something up his sleeve. Oh, I so those of you does. thinking about it, it's very simple. Those of you who said this is easy, it's not. There's some little <laughs> hitch in this, and I'm going to get two points when we come back at Radio Law Talk. I'm Fred Pinieros. We got Todd Cunin. Denise is off on assignment, and we have our three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, Cal Hunter as our producer. Never a winner. The only the only winning I get is occasionally skunking you on case or no case, which I'm not sure I've done in this case. But we'll take our break, and we'll come right back on Radio Law Talk. You stay there, and we'll be right here. Don't go away, please. And it would be nice if my music would start to play, wouldn't it? But uh, Fred can sing. A, yeah, pick la, up. La, la, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Strangers in the rain. Five, four, three, All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1376 well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor, and The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 
800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Oh, come on. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So at the very beginning of this uh, program, Hour One, I, I was commenting what a great job Cal does. I'm changing that comment right now. <laughs> Thank you. I totally jigged him. Oh, man. He has screwed up so many times today. <laughs> I mean, he never makes it. The guy, it's very rare the guy makes it. It's always running smooth, and everything has been wrong today, Cal. I you know. put the wrong button. You couldn't get the music. We had to sing, Cal. And I it's, I jinxed you, Cal. It was me. Well, I, it, I jinxed you. We did learn something, though. We what? received a message during the break, and the message basically said, dead air. Is better than you and Todd singing. (laughs) (laughs) Our listeners love us. Yes. Todd and I singing during dead air. Just let the dead air sit. Just let it sit. Yeah, just just let it go. But the professional broadcast player on one of my machines just simply refused to be a broadcast player. So now I have to reboot the whole machine and do all that stuff. It's a weird deal. And I I think it's because you mentioned it. It is. I jinxed the whole three-hour program. (laughs) So let's just keep our fingers crossed. And hope no black cats walk under a, a yeah. ladder around. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're talking about cats. We'll get to that in a little bit. Tell us about okay, Give well, us. No, the, no, we, we got to finish this case or no case. Oh, we do. Let's that's do the it. second time. That's, you... time that's, that's really screwing up. Go, Cal. What's... All right. Now, remember that the premise to this case is a guy in Austin, Texas, is driving behind a juicer, an independent contractor who picks up scooters, you know, so people can drive them around town. He'll go pick up wherever people leave them, and then he brings them back to the more centralized location so people can rent them again. And as this juicer was driving along in a storm, J.J. Castillo was driving behind him in a Volvo, and the scooter fell off the juicer's truck. And before Mr. Uh, Mr. Castillo could do anything about it, his Volvo had been compromised, shall we say. And he decided that he would get counsel. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, there are just certain things you can't say on there. His Volvo was compromised. Good. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Keep oh. going. Oh. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was compromised. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. He's so bad. Anyway, to make a, a really short story as long, long as I can. Um, click. Those click. Of, those of you, who, the radio those of you who say it was a case, may I see by a show of hands? 
It what? Was not, <laughs> you made the whole thing up. The Volvo was not compromised. No, no, I didn't make it up. It's a true story, but no case. Oh. He went after the scooter company, and they said, well, we'll help you file an insurance claim with the juicer because they're an independent contractor. We have an indemnity clause. You can't sue us. Fred Penny's right, of course. And uh, he said, we're not liable for their actions. We may all disagree with that, but now the man's waiting to see how the insurance company treats him before he proceeds any further. Okay, I'm going to throw a little wrench in this. Uh-oh. I am going to say there may be a lawsuit here. So what happens, Cal, yes. with the point system, if in six months from now a lawsuit occurs because the juicer company says we're not going to pay you or we're going to pay you 50 bucks, and a lawsuit occurs? Then that mean Todd and I are right? Yes, and then I'll give each of you a point. So we have to keep on that Todd Nida, follow it, and watch it. You have to follow it up. Except that what if we've already gotten to 50 points and we're starting a new one? Well, you'll still get the point. Okay, all right. And next next time we get together, by the way, and do a case or no case, we're going to talk about elephants on LSD. Ooh, well, okay. True story. Dumbo's LSD. taking a trip. <laughs> I like that. Right, so we that, got Jesse Smollett. Let's and get, that, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, sorry, yeah, we got I'm rushing. Is case or no case? You are just. Yeah, yeah. I missed the Fred, Fred, Fred <laughs> stuff. All right, we're not talking about Volvos anymore. Compromise Volvos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking about Jesse Smollett. <laughs> okay, what we do, just so you know, we have a thing we have to put down what was on the show because they do our podcast. They. We have to list they they list the podcasts on our um, uh, radio law talk www.radiolawtalk. Should I put compromised Volvo? The, the on? case the case of the compromised Volvo by the Hardy Boys. Okay, I'm putting <laughs> or Nancy that. Drew. Case I don't, don't know. Case. Don't dangerous scooter and compromised Volvo V O L V O L V O. Okay. Let's get it right. Okay. Cat, go. So, so Jesse Smollett, if you've been living under Speaking a rock. Speaking of compromise, Volvo. No, no. <laughs> Jesse Smollett uh, was. Uh, oh, people don't. People comment on us all the time. We're too anecdotal. We we just have too much fun. They just want pure law. That's I not can, happening. I can guarantee right now that the person that sent the message about dead air is better than listening to Todd and Fred sing is crying. Laughing, so I could I can almost guarantee that one. But keep going. So uh, Jesse Smollett. All right. So I think at this point everybody knows what's going on. He claimed that he was uh, he claimed that he was the victim of a hate crime. Then there was a question about whether or not it was authentic, and the prosecutor, state prosecutor, got in. Um, she originally recused herself and then said, oh, it was just a colloquialism. I didn't really recuse myself and decided to dismiss the case on the quick before it was the case to come back again. And a bunch of people were ticked off. Yeah. And the main thing is, is he was he has a show. What's the show that he's Jesse's on, on? Empire. Empire. OK, he, uh, he's on the show Empire in, on Fox was. And, and was. And it, he, he was kind of going downhill. Yes. And he was trying to get a little bit of. Uh, basically, they're claiming he was going to get a little bit of extra publicity, and we have to say this: this is political. It was all about he's a Trump hater. It was all about a, a Trump guy was doing racist. These Trump guys attacked him, and you know, was hung him with a noose, was trying to, and and put some bleach on him, and come to find out, it was just a couple guys he hired for thirty-five hundred bucks. Yeah. to fake this thing. And pay well, them with a check. Well, and, and yes. here's the thing. That's yes. the allegation. Now, when the case was dismissed, Smollett's been going around telling everybody, the truth prevailed. See, I told you I didn't do anything. I'm not convicted of anything. So he's maintaining he did nothing, even though the evidence suggests otherwise. And two significant things happened in the last week. First, as a result of Freedom of Information Act requests to the police department, a lot of documentation was released, including video, including the body cam video of the officers that originally went to Smollett's house to first interview him. And interestingly enough, when they get there, the body cam video shows Smollett in his house. He's just let them into his apartment, and he's still wearing the noose around his head or around his neck, which was odd. And... Um, his reason was, I just wanted you guys to see the noose. <laughs> My thought was because the officers could not have possibly drawn a mental picture of what the noose would have looked like had you not been wearing it. That just doesn't make much sense. And also, interestingly enough, they... The yeah, op- yeah, opera- yeah, this is Jesse. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I have a noose around my head. Would you come on? Come on, now, juice on the police down. I have a noose on my head. And, and the the other unique thing is when the officer got there, um, he gets in. They're talking, and then the officer lets Smollett know that he's wearing a body cam and it's being videoed. And Smollett says, "I don't want this video. Turn it off." And so you hear him say that, and so then you don't have any video going forward. So there is that that came out, and the information that basically the, so the cops are justifying why they did the investigation and why they didn't view him as a victim at some point in time. But from my perspective, the other significant thing that happened is with regard to Kim Fox, who was the state prosecutor over the prosecutor's office, who recused herself because she felt she might have had a conflict of interest, but then unrecused herself and dismissed the case. And a court issued an opinion talking about the propriety of that sequence of events. And the quick summary here is that the court found, based upon Chicago law, that when a prosecutor determines that they have to recuse themselves, the procedure is supposed to be recusal, and then the court appoints a prosecutor. You can't, as the public prosecutor, say, I'm recusing myself and I'm turning it over to my number two to prosecute. So the argument on Fox's response was, well, I didn't officially recuse myself. However, they showed documentation, was presented to the court, that actually, I believe it's the Board of Ethics had sent out an email telling everybody, department-wide, that Fox was recused and was to have no more information. And based upon the official channels used to tell those within the department, regardless of what was said to the public, in the department, what was told to them that she was recused, um, the recusal was there, and the court should have appointed a prosecutor. What this means is everything that happened after that shouldn't have happened. There should have been no attorney that arguably filed a case. There should have been no attorney that dismissed a case. The case should go back to you're recused. Some special prosecutor comes in and take it from there, and that could mean that charges get refiled against Smollett. Well, the interesting thing is that they haven't discussed. We haven't discussed is well, why would Fox do this? How, we we're tiptoeing around this. Yeah. You know, there's an elephant in the room. Um, but but the thing is is. My understanding is, didn't Michelle Obama come back or well, knows her? Or Michelle what's... Obama's former chief of staff right. or somebody on there right. called um, Supposedly. Fox with concern. No, they admit that she called Fox mm-hmm. with concerns about how the investigation is going. And based upon that, she felt she had too much information and had to recuse herself. Yeah, so sure. um, a lot of stuff going on, but we got to hit a break. We'll be back. So. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Act. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. DAV helps veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran. I didn't want to admit it, but I had PTSD. So veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory was finding help and learning that I wasn't alone. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Radio Law Talk. I think uh, I think this whole show so far has been anecdotal, but that's okay. So we're talking about Jesse Smollett case, and the judge is ordering a special prosecutor. Yes. Let me tell you, I did a little bit of research, and I was thinking of who would be a good special prosecutor in this Chicago-based uh, you know, case that is may or may not, after looking at the, uh, the information, uh, prosecute Jesse Smollett. I think they're going to be a prosecution, and I think they're going to have to. And I think he's going to be found not guilty because, don't forget, it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt. All they got to find is one out of 12. And I'm telling you, they're going to find one person that's going to go. Eh, eh. I, I wish we had our drum roll music because yeah, I'd be sitting there yeah. going. And now it's time for Radio Law Talks. Who should be the prosecutor? You make the call. Okay, who should be the prosecutor? Uh, I said it before. Mueller should because he he never causes any controversy and it'll 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 just calm things down. Yeah, and that's a that's a good stepping stone for him, right? From. Uh, Russian collusion to Jesse Smollett. Same sure. thing. Collusion. Yeah. All right. It's all, all right. collusion. I, my first choice for process, for special prosecutor, not necessarily an attorney, but I'm going to go with John Rambo from the Rambo series, First Blood. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, I ain't going to take no for an answer. You either did or you didn't, but uh, I'm going to get an answer when you're looking down this M16. He found POWs where there weren't supposed to be any in Rambo 2. He uh, helped uh, guys get out of POW camps in Afghanistan. He's my guy. All right. Uh, I'm going to find someone else that's going to be better than that as the Jesse Smollett new pro- special prosecutor. I believe I'm going to the opposite spectrum of Todd. Mr. Rogers. I think Mr. Rogers would be the best special prosecutor because he's just going to say it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and he's going to talk about with a picture of a noose around Jesse that he held himself uh, because Jesse, uh, you know, wanted that picture taken, and it is out there, the picture now. And he's going to say all will be well, and he's just going to play his little tink-a-link-a-link-a-link-a-link, you know, train train thing. And then then he's going to say... 
It's just, just give Jesse his show back and it'll all be fine. Hello there, boys and girls. Today we're going to... Yep, yep, yep. It could be that guy, too. Yep. Uh, okay, so... Uh, Mr. Rogers, I think. So Mr. Rogers is your number two. We're, we're all given three, right? Three. Three, okay. okay. Three. So my number two, my number two is going to be, and this is a shout-out to Grandpa Simpson, his favorite detective character, Matlock! Yes, oh. I want to assign Matlock because that guy got to the bottom of everything. Look. He might not have followed the rules as a lawyer when he was in court, and sure, hearsay is admissible, and and who cares about authentication and chain of custody evidence and actually the attorney being a witness. He got it done, so Matlock would be my number two. I think my number three is going to be the one that the judge is actually going to pick because this will be the best special prosecutor for the Jesse Smollett case. Ready for this? This is the best. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Ace Ventura Pet Detective is going to be the new special prosecutor. Look, he found out who stole... That was Mr. Rogers. He found out who stole the dolphin, and he found the bat. And so I think uh, it is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Well, you know, I got to go with my number three, and this may be the one that just... No reference to the president, but trumps everyone else. I think this is the one that, it, you know, he's only got one knock against him. We'll talk about that. But I think that the special prosecutor in the Jesse Smollett case should be none other than our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter. Yeah, Cal. Yes, he has a way of getting to the bottom of everything, <laughs> speaking reason, keeping us in line. The only knock against him is the fact that he's a three-time Emmy Award nominee and never a winner, and the fact that Jesse Smollett is also an actor may have some in, included bias, but, you know, I don't think Smollett's ever won anything either, so and your brother's I'm not very smart, so I, you know. <laughs> um, Jesse, fun. this is Cal Hunter. Um, <laughs> would you like my wife's lemon bars before we start this case? She has a wonderful lemon bars, and her spaghetti is wonderful. Um, okay, we're going to start this case, and um, Jesse, you're such a nice guy, but I'm... What a nice man, Jesse. Got to got to get you, though, yes. buddy. Yeah, right. Okay, all right. Well, that's, that's our Jesse Small case, and that ends the Jesse Small case forever, maybe. No. It, well, well, let's see. Let's see what the special look. If the special prosecutor comes in and says hey, charges are back on, that'll be that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Well, you know so. what? Let's talk about Jesse Smollett and the F word. That's kind of the same. You know, well, it's a perfect segue into the F word. Okay. What's the F word? The F word is the Supreme Court. We're gonna talk about. This is very interesting about uh, speech and uh, the Supreme Court took up a recent case, and you don't hear about this. All you hear about is these other, quote, more controversial ones with the census and citizenship, but you don't hear about this case where uh, a trademark issue came up on a company that apparently do they apparently they make clothing called F-U-C-T. We can't, we're not saying the word, but that's the name of the company, F-U-C-T, and um and don't forget, if you back up, there was issue of the Redskins also being able to trademark the Redskins name because it was, um, I'm going to say, uh, or what the what what the um, uh, U.S. Patent and Trademark Office says is offensive. So the question is, is offensive or words that are that could be that could be a curse word? Can you get a trademark? Uh, from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, and this came up to the court to determine this. There's also, by the way, there's also a company that, that wants to get a trademark but was rejected also by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, and it's, a, it's an American-Asian dance band dubbed The Slants. And they said that was offensive, and they did not give them their trademark for the slants. There's an interesting thing about trademarks here, and the reason this comes up on First Amendment grounds is that the court looks at this and says, well, okay, are we going to – is certain speech entitled to protection? Is it protected? And, and in this regard, they're saying that by granting a trademark – offers some measure of protection about that particular phrase. And so, in their opinion, if we if we say that a trademark can be granted, the phrase is then protected as speech, and, you know, it's under the First Amendment. And, and 
under the old law, they were saying there are certain phrases that aren't entitled to protection because they're offensive. You know, swear words and things like that. And recent cases have kind of gone against that and say, well, look, that's, that's a little too subjective. We can't do this. Clearly, um, salacious content, in this opinion, they say salacious content is out. But just because we're personally offended, just because, for example, the people might have been personally offended by the use of the word Washington Redskins or the use of the word Slant. uh, slants or this acronym F-U-C-T, um, that's not enough to pull it outside the protections of the First Amendment. But I have a philosophical issue. Well, let's back up. With so it was a 6-3 yes. opinion written by Keegan um, that 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 this is you cannot, you know, say that this, this violates free speech, and they they're allowed to trademark these quote offensive to some words like the Redskins, plants, or uh, this F-U-C-T, the, the, the spelling, and therefore, um, you know what, that's okay. Now, yeah. here, here so, comes the issue. So they say it violates free speech if you don't let them get a trademark for that. Now, free speech, First Amendment reads in part, Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. Okay? So what does a copyright or a trademark do? A trademark lets a private individual gain ownership over a phrase, logo, something like that, to the extent that they can prevent others from using it. How is that enforced? They take you to court. They take you to a governmental agency that then tells you, you can't use that word because these people own it. And my question is, how does that really square with the Constitution when the Constitution says Congress shall make no law encroaching or bridging on speech. Now you have governmental sanction precluding people from saying things because they own a copyright. It seems a little backwards, but it's been going on for 200 years. And where do you draw the line? Yeah. And that's the thing. Where do you draw the line as to what you can and can't do? Oh, that's offensive to me. Well, you know what? I, I lean and err on the side of being offensive. I, sure. I I think it's wonderful that the Supreme Court basically said there's no constitutional guarantee against being offended. That's right. That's right. Well, that's it for this hour of Radio Law Talk. We're going to maybe see you next time. Remember, all three hours are posted on radiolawtalk.com every week. We love being here, even though Todd and I and Cal are a little bit off today and a little bit of anecdotal and a little bit crazy. Listen to hour three. It's going to be even more crazy because we're getting a little bit sleep drunk. Radio Law Talk is always available on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.